All right, y'all. It's your boy DJ Cyclops, and we're back with another great edition of After the Music Stops right here on Hicks Cartel Radio. And back by popular demand, the one and only Super Quest, T Quest. What up, though? <laughs> Don't yeah. be using my line. <laughs> hey, I'm saying what up to you. You know, I appreciate that. You know me, I'm good. Living my best life. All right, all right. So yeah, you know, we had to get you back on here. Mm. You know, kind of go a little deeper. I mean, I'm ready. I stay ready. Blah. All right. Hey, <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. All right. So one of the things we talked about uh, on our last call was um you having a hard time adjusting in high school, right? You know, with different high schools, you say you you did a lot of moving. Am I correct? You're almost there. I went to 11 schools altogether. Oh. And by the time I hit high school is when I was like, it's time for me to really break out my shell so I can really have some amazing school memories. Okay. Before so, it was over. So 11 schools. Mm-hmm. It's only 12 years of grade school. Oof. Yes. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> I could only imagine because, you know, um, before I was homeschooled, I was going to school to school to school. So I could I could relate to that. But 11, like, how, how was that? I feel like it's more fun when you are one of, like, them cool kids, confident kids. Like, hey, new school, new friends. I'm lit. With me, it's more as, like, who am I going to sit with? Where do I sit in the cafeteria? Who's going to be nice? You know, so being a quiet child definitely made it very awkward every year. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. So you only went to one high school or did you go to multiple high schools? When it comes to high school, um, I never was a freshman because my ninth grade year, I lived in um, North Carolina. And even though ninth grade is considered high school, the way their system is set up, middle school building was seven eighth and ninth oh yeah so i never had that quote-unquote freshman experience uh you wasn't a fresh fish gotcha (laughs) (laughs) but yes one higher school gotcha gotcha okay so in high school how was your high school experience it was cool i was still shy but I still um, was open, you know, I was joining every club. I was, um, what's it called? President, almost every club. Musically, I was a part of chorus, ladies of harmony, gospel choir. Um, I started the hip hop dance team. I started the drill team. I'm the reason why they started to do talent shows. The only act in a talent show that had two acts. Like when I said I was going to make my high school years count for me, I made sure I made it count. Okay. Sung for the troops, sung for the mayor. Come on now. (laughs) But you just said you were shy, but you were 
everything that you could touch your hands on. So how how was that if you were shy? Like it's one of those. I probably won't talk to you, but you can talk to me. Mm. If you show me that I'm comfortable in this space, then I'm comfortable in this space. You know, if you ask me questions, I'll definitely answer when it comes to running. I was a writer. I was smart. So my speeches was on point. I could get right there and (laughs) read my speeches (laughs) and everything. I just needed people to give me a chance. And it was easy after that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay. So it didn't take you no time to really adjust in high school. I mean, I took it day by day. I still did my schoolwork. I was cool with everybody. And by senior year, like, just like in Fleet, everyone became my little babies. You know, the freshmen, hey, class, hey, class, and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, definitely stepping into my role. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. So T-Quest was always there, the name T-Quest, I should say. I gave myself the name in eighth grade. Oh, okay, okay. So... Mm -hmm. By giving yourself that name, was it because, like you said, you're on a on a quest to get to your final destination? <laughs> the final destination is death. No, um, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, when I observe people, like people have friends and stuff, and friends usually give you your nickname. I'm like, well, I want a nickname, not the stuff they called me when I was being bullied or stuff your family call you. I wanted a real nickname. And just one day I was watching some random show on some random station and saw some clear random question mark in the back of the screen that the average person would have missed. I just stared at it and I was like, T-Quest. That's going to be my nickname. I didn't know what it meant at the time. It was weird. And I tried to see have a nickname. People laughing at first because they wasn't used to it. It was something I yeah. randomly came up with. But over the years, um, it started to make sense why that name came to me. And it means, you know, Tara's journey. And it's definitely been an interesting one that has made a lot of turns, but I'm here today. I'm forever grateful. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, nicknames can even make you or break you. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. my first nickname was Forney Boy. That, That was my first nickname. But people wanted to use the other word, mm. <laughs> forney. I was like, okay, you know what? We're gonna change this. And yeah, so I just went to, you know, little Chris. And that was it. That was it. Was, <laughs> yeah. Then we put it all the new stuff. <laughs> I'll stand it off the air. <laughs> oh man. Mm. So you you know, it, you know, I think I went through like so many nicknames in high school. Because I didn't have a middle school experience because I was homeschooled. I was homeschooled from third to technically ninth grade. Okay. So, you know, who was going to call me my nickname? Myself. <laughs> so Your teacher? Yeah, my mother, who was exactly. my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, um, but that, I heard you say something about bullying. Bullying, you know, how, how was that because I feel like it's T-Quest. Everybody loves T-Quest. So what, what was that like? 
Well, the bullying and stuff was before before T-Quest even existed. It's just kids being kids. Kids are horrible at times. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll they'll jump onto something or follow it just because someone else is doing it, laughing at it just because, you know, that's just kids being kids. And it was, I I wouldn't say it was so hard. Like a, a lot of other people had it. It was just my journey, my experience. You know, even when I went to um, an all-white school, um, little things they would say to me wasn't because I was Black. It's just because they were kids, and some of them were just mean. You yeah. know what I mean? And when I went to, like, all-Black school, certain things they would say, um, either about, like, my weight or me being quiet or me being smart, as if smart is a bad thing, or how proper I was, and they made fun of it. And then um, it's insulting because people always equivalent speaking proper with you know trying to act white or something mm-hmm. i'm like no my family is full of a lot of intelligent people who just happens to speak proper and it's just you know if i grew up that way that's exactly how my dialogue is going to be it had nothing to do with going to white schools the only thing i picked up with being in a white school in a white neighborhood was the fact that they didn't have bt they only had mtv and vh1 so it was easier for me to gravitate to music like at the time britney spears in sync backstreet boys 98 degrees you know what i'm saying so that was what i was listening to gotcha mm-hmm. okay you yeah because you know um, <laughs> I remember going to high school and they're like, you're not black. I'm like, why, why you say that? Because you're not hood. Just because I'm not hood doesn't th- mean I'm not black. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, I remember the episode of, uh, Fresh Prince where they're like, uh, Will was like, Carlton's a sellout because he's not down with the mm-hmm. coach you know so it, it was more so like that I was like no I'm just I was raised differently you know it's I was, what you're taught and what's yeah. your, um, your education your surrounding especially in our culture not in our culture but in our community in society they usually highlight only certain type of black people so that actually highlights the stereotype like we're all the same you know and with the media continuing to put that type of um stamp on us when you have unique black people in normal speak proper you know it's not all about the rah-rah and ratchetness and craziness look at us like a bunch of aliens mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so but that's just society that's just people and it's just up to us to break that stereotype just by continuing just being great people and exactly. politely checking them exactly <laughs> in a professional way absolutely yes because i remember now back in the day i didn't know how to do that so Uh (laughs) well you know um i remember somebody told me like don't cuss i said okay like because when you cuss you sound like a white boy i was like oh okay so i was like okay so you know now it's just like i rarely cuss and when i do cuss i whisper i don't know why (laughs) <laughs> well i don't know your life and, um, i don't use profanity so i can't relate gotcha hey <laughs> i only do it while i'm angry horrible <laughs> but um okay so with that being said you know through the school years you know 
um how was your personal far as you know like your love life in in high school like well I've always been boy crazy since I was like in preschool so I always had like a fake boyfriend in my head you said preschool hell yeah (laughs) come take a down with me (laughs) like I mean at the end of the day we're we're growing we're learning we're observing we're around guys and girls so hey yes I had a boyfriend in my head ever since preschool and um (laughs) you know when it came to high school I was still a shy person even though it sounds like a contradiction because I was president of clubs and when it comes to music I was shining but the the stage and the mic was my safe haven that's different than actually having a conversation with people like one-on-one, it's kind of like in the dating world. Sometimes people get intimidated and shy when it comes to speaking to whoever um, they're into. But, um, you know, I lived in the Valley and there was a mixture, Black, White, Asian, Spanish a little bit. But even if I did like some of them, I didn't like approach them or, you know, I was just me. If they spoke to me, then of course I spoke back you know, and um, it was weird. I had to kind of semi-talk to a dude in high school, but he didn't even go to my school. He was in a different city. You know, I just drive a ride on the train to go see him, but that was something different. Even that situation was aggy. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason why I say that is because how I met him was still one of my friends in high school. Cause I told him I'm new to this city. I don't know anybody. If you know any guys, you know how we used to do yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I know some people. And it was on the phone with a guy. But once she found out he started to like me, all of a sudden, yeah, you know, that's my ex. And we did this and that. I was <laughs> like, oh, so now y'all got history. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 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 That was a sign right there. Stay away. Don't, friends is horrible. Nah, but um, I didn't really date that much. Um, tempted to get a date for like the ring dance and, he says something about he couldn't go because of his grades, which ended up being a lie because he's on the honor roll, just like I was. I think it's more the fact that he couldn't um, finance his um, tux. And, you know, people with their male egos and pride. But to be honest, money wasn't an issue for me. So if I would have known, I would have bought the tux. Oh. You know, but we're in school and, and no one's thinking like that. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I ended up going by myself and then. When it came to um, high school, um, you know, I started hanging out more in the, the little urban cities with my friends and meeting people, but nothing crazy. When it came to prom, it was weird, that situation. I told her, she's like, well, who are you going to take to prom? I'm like, I don't know. What are they supposed to do? You know, <laughs> I was like, this one guy who works at Marshall's, like, he's kind of cute, maybe him. So we took the city bus to a whole different city. Well, I'm like, what happens if he's not even there? We went through all this for nothing. It took like two hours to get there. But he was there. And somebody um, we went to middle school with was there too. I'm like, talk to him and talk to him. Like, <laughs> And she talked to her friend. Then he talked to him. And then she called, talked to him and then told me to come over there. I'm in like three aisles down. It was just interesting. But, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I got prom coming up and blah, blah, blah. If you want to go with me. He was like, sure. 
you know, and that was interesting trying to get to know him before prom. One time I went to his house, he said his parents was out of town. We watched the movie and he's like, Oh, cold red, my people's is home. I'm like, what? Now I feel like one of them heathens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just did something wrong and I literally didn't do anything because I was innocent. You know, I didn't yeah. do anything like that. I, you know, growing up in a Christian household, I was going to wait till marriage to do anything. So it was just awkward, the whole experience. And then, you know, <laughs> prom came and that was another disaster. I kind of felt like the lady had never been kissed. It was just always something when it came to school and guys you know what I mean and I can write some books and do my own version of never been kissed but the black version you know what I'm saying <laughs> so let me shut up and get the writing because I don't want to buy stealing my deal <laughs> but yeah you know you can be popular in certain areas you can sign in certain areas but everybody knows when it comes to mating and courting that's always a sensitive subject mm-hmm. you know because it's like a whole different side of you you have to express but like I said sort of people gave me a chance that made me feel comfortable in that space eventually everyone started to realize how amazing I truly was and that the quest effect was real even early on before the hashtag was even created nice nice (laughs) I'm just tripping about you say you traveled two hours just to ask somebody look when you in high school and you ain't got no car and you gotta take um public transportation you gotta realize i said i lived in the valley so i had to take a bus from the valley to get to a regular city before i can get to any other place okay you know what i mean like we had the valley train you had to take that train to another city a major city to get to you know new york or whatever so mm -hmm. all right all right Mm -hmm. yeah like yeah, my prom was a disaster. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so don't ever let your parents dress you. <laughs> yeah, <Personal> problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, you know, uh, like you said, dating is like an uncom- uncomfortable zone when it comes to, I, I don't know why, even for adults, I feel like, yeah. you know, it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know if you feel like you have to be a certain way, you know, for that person to, you know, be interested in you, even though you're already on a date, that means they're kind of interested in you already, but you still kind of like have to put on this persona of like, Hey, I'm here. Like, but you know, Mm-mm. yeah, it gets more complicated if you don't really know who you are. A lot of people still don't know who they are as a person, which make it more uncomfortable for you to even try to be in a relationship or even out there in the dating field. A lot of people are putting on a representative, trying to convince a person that they like, that they're the one that should be chosen. But then you're starting off the situation as a lie, which is not going to be healthy. You see what I'm saying? So it is harder. It is complicated. Most people know what they want, but they don't know what they need. Most people have hidden agendas. Some people are looking for playmates. Some people are looking for soulmates. It's like it's so diverse, you know, but ultimately you have to know who you are and not just know who you are, but be comfortable with who you are. Know the difference from wants and needs, what you desire, what you can deliver. Not always tell people what you want, but always remember 
If you tell them what you want, are you going to have what they want? If you tell them what you need, are you going to have what they need? A lot of people are one-sided, you know? If you're so, or if your dream girl came to you right now and had everything you wanted, needed, and desired, that's a beautiful thing. But is it going to be vice versa for her? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. I remember this one guy talking about he done dating. It's been horrible. He's sick of it. I'm just like, first of all, stop getting mad at the women like they the problem. Okay. <laughs> no, and I was trying to be real because people play the blame game once again, they're trying to protect their mind and their heart so they don't feel as bad or they don't have to be in touch with reality. I'm like, think about it. If the woman of your dreams came into your life today, you'll be happy. You'd be like, hell yeah. But how about this? Will she be happy? Crickets. Mm. I'm like, she won't be happy. Let me tell you why. You're handsome. You're talented. You're a sweetheart. But you're not ready for a relationship. You don't have a stable place to live. You practically live at the studio every day. You don't have a vehicle. You don't have a job, which means you can't pick her up, which means you can't take her out. And you still mad that should the woman of your dreams have that into your life? You're not ready for that because all you're going to do is be heartbroken and probably miss it on your opportunity. Mm. Well, people don't think that deep. But that's a whole nother story. Next question. Good <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah somebody need to hear that somebody <laughs> need to hear that and you know um it, it's it's weird like you said that because i just had a conversation about some of the same stuff you just said mm-hmm. probably like a few days ago mm-hmm. um and it, it's more so of the fact that how can i say it? when you have a if you're in a situation like I'm in and like you said, women like, okay, you, well, you can't pick me up. You, you don't really have a stable job. Mm-hmm. You know, you live at home with your mom, but people don't understand the situation mm-hmm. if they don't get to know the situation. Sometimes people ain't got time to get to know it. That's true. And you can't always blame somebody neither. Dating is optional. Being in a committed relationship is optional. You know, even when I was in the quote-unquote dating world, um, I never looked at a man's downfalls as red flags to a certain degree. Because I know we all go through things in life. If you didn't have a vehicle and I had a vehicle and I liked you, I didn't mind picking you up. If you live at home with your mama and we can't be over there like that, and if I got my own spot, you can come to my spot. If we both ain't got our own spot, we making out on the car. Like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's different things like that. But you also got to realize, too, growing older, most people ain't tolerating things they used to tolerate. and Nor do they have to or want to. That just means that maybe that person's not for you or use that as motivation. Some people are willing to be patient for the one they want or curious in. Some of them are willing to adjust, to understand, and to adapt. Everyone's not. And for the ones that are not, and you may be interested in them, in this season, or maybe no season, they are not right for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know? It's certain things in life we can't change, or it's harder to um, 
change if need be. But when the right one comes around, they're not going to judge you to a certain degree of certain things that some people look at as red flags. They may help you and motivate you to be great to turn that red flag green. Mm. Once again, the one you want is not always the one you need. Mm. Mm. Things that make you go, mm. Things that make you go, So, okay. Now with, with where you're at today, with mm-hmm. all the different ventures that you're doing today, like, do you have time for a love life? Or let me ask you this question. Do you even at this point want to be able to say, I, I want to have a love life at this point? At the end of the day, you can have whatever you want. Hmm. You can make time for whatever you want. You just have to sacrifice to adjust your schedule to make things happen, you know? And like I tell people at the end of the day, I'm very comfortable and happy where my life is today. I give the world everything, but you know what I keep to myself? My personal life. Mm. People don't know if I'm dating or not. People don't know if I'm single or not. I could be engaged. I could be married. I can have a baby on the way. People don't know. They only know what I tell them, what I give them because my personal life is for me. So the only thing they really need to know is that if my status is single, just know that I am happy. I am whole. I am secure. I don't have no void I'm trying to fill. I am genuinely happy, right? Mm -hmm. And if I was in a relationship, which means that as the luckiest guy on earth, and if I have chosen him, that means he makes me so happy and treats me like the queen that I am. You see what I'm saying? So either way, I'm great. Because at the end of the day, too, Cyclops, I'm an entrepreneur. I make my own schedule. Mm-hmm. If I want to go on a date, I could. If I don't, I ain't got to. If I want to go around the corner and chill with somebody or hop on a flight, what up, though? I got miles. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) People think you can't have both. Most people say that because they can't find that right partner that's special for them. So once again, it's just something to make yourself feel better to get through the days. But trust me, whether I'm single, engaged, married with 17 kids, just know that in my personal life, I'm extremely happy. All right. All right. And, you know, you said something that reminded me of a post yesterday that one of my friends from high school said. Mm -hmm. She's an entrepreneur herself. And she's like, when you start dating and you're an entrepreneur, and your partner becomes your assistant and they're okay with it. <laughs> that means they're good. Yeah, they have a problem with trying to help you build your business. It's kind of, yeah, but if they're down for you and they're helping you step by step, like, hey, we're going to do this, do this. Yeah, like that's good ones. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, hey. Yeah, it's great when it works for you. 
But at the same time, you have to be realistic with reality. It's beautiful to have a partner that's there for you right by your side as your assistant, as your um, other CEO, as your supporter, as your cheerleader, as your guidance counselor. Oh, that's a beautiful thing, right? But sometimes I tell people, don't be upset if they're not there 24 seven. Because at the end of the day, it's your business that you decided to do. It's lovely for them to help, but just because you're not helping out as much as you want them to, you should not hold that against them. Just like family and friends, their titles is family and friends. It's beautiful when they are first fans and supporters, but we can't get mad at them if they're not neither. That's not their job. Your family and friends is not always going to be the one that walked through that door of your shop. Most of the time it's strangers and that is okay. Everybody money is green. Just go and get it. <laughs> Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. It makes okay. perfect sense. You I know? just want people to look at things from multiple perspectives, not just one. Because you can have a mate that is there for you as your assistant, as your supporter, it, your, your number one customer, your number one fan. But guess what? They may not be there for you as the right partner because you always got to clock out mm. and they handle it both. The way, not the way that you want, but the way that you need. Sometimes you got someone so gun hole that they more of a manager than your man. See what I'm I, was, I was just about to say that like when you have that person, that, that partner that's more involved in the business than you really are. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, but yeah, it it is, mm-hmm. like you said, you also gotta learn how to, when you clock out, mm-hmm. you know, but okay, okay, all right. So with, with the, <laughs> with the, the state you're at now, the happiness you're at, cause, we all see it. We we see it every day. The, the the joy and happiness that you just bring to not only yourself but to others. Like, mm-hmm. what what would be? I say, what would be your highlight of not your your? I say, I want to say your business side but your highlight of your life, personal life so far? The highlight in my life so far is the fact that I finally found the balance between Tara the woman and T-Quest the artist and T-Quest GLM LLC the brand. Sometimes you try to separate them or, you know, it. I finally found who I am in every aspect of my life and my heart is at peace because being human is hard. <laughs> being Black is hard. <laughs> being a female is hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of things that you fight every day and finally taking time to learn me, to understand me. And finally put me first 
is a beautiful thing. And just know that I'm finally happy because I deserve it. I put everybody first in my whole entire life because I just wanted to be loved. I just wanted to be respected. I just want to show everyone they were special because that's how I want to be treated. You know, I support people and I help them because I genuinely just treat people the way I desire to be treated, even if they don't. You know, and I'm at the point in life, if they don't treat me like I treat them, I'm okay with that because you don't have to be in my life. I'm no longer walking on eggshells. I know who I am, I know my worth. And I am definitely a rare breed. And I'm good whether you in my life or not. Because at the end of the day, I'm still going to sleep very well at night. And still going to have a smile on my face. Cheese. Now, with that answer, let me ask you this question. Because I know I hear a lot. Is, is it a, curse, a gift and a curse when it comes to loving so much you know and giving so much to other people to where you know you're like draining yourself on others is that is that a gift and a curse for you yeah are you serious (laughs) you know how much time i spend on other people helping them and healing their hearts how i help people financially if I didn't have such a big heart, I would be in a much better place in life. You know what I'm saying? I've spent thousands upon thousands of dollars helping other people. You know, it was to the point I'm here for people who are sad and depressed and miserable that I helped so many of them. By the time I was done, I literally became physically sick. You see what I'm saying? And then by the time I got exhausted, I couldn't turn to nobody. That's some real stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It is a gift and a curse. Because if you are down, they don't know how to pick you up. They don't know how to give you the right words. Most importantly, the right actions to help you. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's a lot. It is a gift and a curse. You know, but at the end of the day, I'm glad that I have a big, pure heart. It's all about just owning and controlling how you contribute um, to others. Because, you know, as you're um, religious and you know the steps, God comes first and people always forget who's supposed to come second. Who's supposed to come second? Family. That's a damn lie. Well, that's what I put, family. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Unless you're saying yourself. You're supposed to come second. You have to make sure you're good so they can be great. See what I'm saying? People always forget themselves. People get lost in relationships. People get lost in marriages. People get lost in family. They get lost in business. It's not even smart to make sure everybody else is good if you ain't good first. Not saying to be selfish, but finding a way to balance it out so you can be even better for everybody, including self. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because like you said, when you give so much and then, I'm not going to say when you need it, 
because I feel like I'm not begging somebody to help me. But uh-huh. when they see, okay, I'm down, I need some help, just encouraging or something like that, nobody's ever around. So it's like, you know, that's why I feel like my my big heart is a gift and a curse, like I said, as well, because, yeah, help so many people. But when you're down, where those same people at? Well, sometimes the people you helping, they ain't got it to help back. And you can't get mad at them for that all the time, neither. I always tell people, you got to think of it as if you was the only person here on earth. You have to be your own insurance. You have to be your own security. You have to be your own mate. Date yourself. Finance yourself. Be your own sugar mama and sugar daddy. (laughs) For real. Like I told you before, when it comes to your businesses, handle your business. You know, because at the end of the day, you still got bills that you have to pay. So if people ain't really helping you to help you elevate and increase, forget them. On to the next. Instead of taking up time trying to figure out why they not, put that energy into finding the next person who would. Mm. Period. Okay. All right. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to say five years. Five. Let's go five years. Five years from now, where do you see yourself personally? Five years from now. Even more happy. Even more successful. Touching more lives. Married. Just living my best life. Okay. And we will reverse it, but put a little twist to it. If you could take the person you are today, mm-hmm. go back five years mm-hmm. and talk to your previous self, what would you mm-hmm. tell your previous self? You're going to be okay. And that saying, don't pull off things um, to tomorrow, what you can do today. I don't know the way they turn. Whatever you got to do, do it now. Anything you're unhappy with, figure it out now. Because in the next couple of years, you think you're going through stuff now. It's going to get harder. And it's going to get rougher. But just know that your strength is going to be challenged so much, but you're going to get through it all. And you're going to find strength you didn't even know you had. And once you get through it, it's all going to be worth it. Because you always had it in you. And you got this. All right. All right. A great a great, great saying from SuperQuest. Hashtag SuperQuest. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Okay. Well, hey, I, you know, I think the world got to really know you today. Yeah, you know, 
I think I got to know you. Not T-Quest, but you. Like today, you know. Um, and like I said, we, we yeah, Kings Cartel Radio, you know, we, we love you, <laughs> you know. And, you know, that I'm going on record to say that, you know, for me and Grants, you know, we love you. And, you know, we've been rocking with you since, well, I've been rocking with you forever. Like, Grants has too, but I've been rocking with you longer. Like, <laughs> so, you know, you know, we're going to rock with you till the wheels fall off. But, you know, <laughs> wheels ain't going to fall off anytime. <laughs> so, you know, you that's when we, you know, like I said, we, you know, we love you as a person. We love you as T-Quest. You know, we just all around love you and, you know, yeah. So we're going to end this call before I get all emotional and teary. Uh-uh. <laughs> Let the tears fall. This is the part of the show the people need, okay? Keep it a butt, keep it 100. Like, you know, <laughs> like you, you know, me, you had conversations off, you know, off air, personal conversations where, you know, um, that, that caring heart really stepped in, you know, it, it was, it was times where I think we were both on the phone because because you know we, I don't believe him don't believe him y'all don't believe him <laughs> <laughs> so, you know you know like I said and you know especially like when we when we met it seemed like we known each other for years because it was just like that instant connection you know even with my mom she was like like T Quest is my daughter, and that is all T Quest. Like, yes, like it used to always be like, well, it still is. Anything I'm doing in business, well, what do you think T Quest would do? Like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh no. She's like, well, I think you should ask T Quest. Like, okay. Our lady. Our <laughs> lady. Shout out to Lady B. <laughs> so you know um you know I, I think y'all had a connection at the conference where i was just like wait a minute you don't even know her yet and y'all just clicked and i was like okay well hey okay but, you know why too cyclops your mother is cool people's right clearly she's yeah. an amazing woman but it goes back to the village right we as entertainers um we're our peers and we bond and we connect and yes your mother is in the field too but she's still your mother which means she has to be handled differently not just what up hi like hey how you doing how was everything do you need anything you still have to pay respect and that did up with all the mothers that was there because a few people did bring their mom. And I'm like, how are you doing? You good? Are you enjoying yourself? You know what I mean? Not treat them like some elderly. It's just <laughs> you have to just treat them differently. Yeah. It's like when you have friends, um, family, children, you love them all the same. But you still have to handle them differently because they're all individuals. You know? So it's still got love and respect. But... I'm still always going to handle your mother differently than I handled you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So, how you doing? You dancing? You grooving? Why? <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, like I said, before she even actually met you, it was always, like, T-Quest. T-Quest, you know, like, um, I think she really, really got connected with you on that um, interview that me you did mm-hmm. when you interviewed me. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, she told me after the interview, she's like, she's pulled stuff out of you that nobody else could and when you have that connection with somebody and you have that trust with somebody you know it's good mm-hmm. because I've seen you do interviews and you guys give them the bare minimum but it was to the point where you know you were in tears on the call on the interview you know I was in tears it was just like she sent that interview, I don't know to how many people, it was a ton of people, like, it, it was just like, she's like, I love the connection that y'all have, and she's like, you know, that is, like, my daughter now, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, totally, that's my big sis, you know, hey, Quest is always there, and, you know, um, you know, she was like, when can I, you know, when when is when she coming down here? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like everybody everywhere need to stop asking me. I'm going places. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> um, you know why too, Cyclops? Because I take what I do very seriously, like most people should do in their professions. And you, once again, I love all the guests, but I can't treat them all the same. I can't handle them all the same because they're all individual with different stories you know even with you and your story I knew it was a certain way I had to handle it and I had to tap in to get the story to let you know it's a safe haven for all the things you went through and the demons you had to fight along the way you know what I'm saying and a lot of things that you were discussing and I knew you were is triggers Cause I know how it is being like an outcast or being treated differently for things I had no control over and try to overcome obstacles. It ain't easy. We laugh and joke and smile all the time, but what we go through ain't easy. If people really knew what I went through throughout life behind the scenes to this day, they wouldn't even believe me. But I'm not allowing that to be someone else's entertainment. I tell those stories in doses. And that's all you're going to get for right now. You know what I'm saying? Because even when you talk about it, you're not always healing. Sometimes you're just revisiting a painful experience that sometimes you don't need to revisit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. But it was great because I'm great. <laughs> are you crying ladies and gentlemen um if you're just listening to this Cyclops is bawling in tears right now and it's just water everywhere his whole entire shirt is soaked it's crazy <laughs> oh man but you know like i said you know um like a, you know from from day one i don't know it from that first phone call it was just like I don't know it just felt right you know it, it, it wasn't like 
guess the regular old, oh, I'm calling the manager just to say, I don't know, it just felt right. The cause effect is real. I just keep, I don't know why I don't believe me. It's the effect. It's the warm, loving effect that as soon as you go on the phone with me, dang, I ain't never talked to nobody this long on the phone. Oh my God, it's like a therapy session. I'm just pouring everything out. <laughs> it's the way I, I um, allow people to feel when they're in conversations with me. You know, I'm not cliche. I'm not reading by the book. Stuff that, you know, people just say to everybody. No. Like, I'm here. And you can feel that when I say that and believe it. Yeah. And I, I back it up. You know, I felt it immediately. And then, like, you know, man, I never stayed. I think that was the first time I stayed on a Zoom for your birthday, almost I don't know how many hours. I was just like, no. it's four o'clock in the morning. Like mm-hmm. I'm still on Zoom. Like you know, <laughs> I, I I wasn't used to doing that. But I was like, you know what? I'm doing this because this quest. I yeah, you know, it it was you know all love and you know continue gonna be love and uh, yeah. So I'm not gonna hold you up for any more longer. Mm-hmm. You know, we said we were gonna do this. You know, popular demand. Everybody say, "Hey, I gotta get Quest back." And, you know, <laughs> so you know, if y'all can't get enough of Quest, y'all make sure y'all listen to her. She's on every. She's on a platform every day. Okay, <laughs> so well, right here on his cartel, she is on here on Thursdays afternoon at two p.m. Eastern. Her and DJ Il Nino. Mm. And uh yeah, y'all, y'all make sure y'all catch her on her next episode. You never know who's gonna stop by. Never know. So any last words before we let you go? Yes, I just want to say I appreciate you having me on your platform. Like I tell a lot of people when I'm a guest on their show, um, I value time and I'm honored when someone wants to share their time with me, especially if it's something. I feel like it's worth it as well, you know? So thank you for that. And thank you for all the listeners. Cause at the end of the day, you don't have to listen. Mm-hmm. Everything in life is optional, but mm-hmm. if you take the time out to listen, I appreciate you. And for everyone else out there who may are not already following me, you can follow me on all social media platforms at TQuest GLM. Download your TQuest mobile app and your Google Play Store and your app store for free. Make sure you sign up for my mail list on my website, GottaLoveMeWorld.com, where you can find God Love Me Radio, home of the music and conversations that you want to hear. Jalen Designs here to cater to all your graphic needs. Jalen Voice, because I am the voice goddess. Jalen Merch, because it's hoodie season all year round. Whatever you need to elevate yourself or your business glm is here for you cheese yes they are they are they are here 24 7 no i ain't gonna say 24 7 but <laughs> or the google nine and nine eastern yeah 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 so y'all make sure hit her up doing business hours just like red on five heartbeats <laughs> so right, yeah. if you hit me up after business hour and a cash app is not attached <laughs> then you don't need to be talking to me about no business after those hours all right well like i said this is after the music stops and i'm your host dj cyclops we had 
Y'all know who it is. Super Quest, T Quest. And uh, yeah, we'll catch y'all later on the flip side. Oh, wow. Thank <laughs> you.